Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Muriel. And welcome to Hella, Hella in Your 30s. This week, we bring to you the Pantry Challenge Part 2, Dumb Kitchen Gadget Edition. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hella in Your 30s, the podcast for adults of all ages, all about uh, navigating this dystopian universe we live in right now pandemic Dy- hello i was, was going to say dystopia muriel what are you talking about uh, what do you mean apocalypse knocking at our door yeah. i think uh, you have the wrong podcast it's pretty nutty we're actually uh just for any context it's uh friday morning we're sitting here waiting to hear trump uh trump <laughs> We're waiting to see if he declares a national emergency. Right. So we're keeping our uh, our 100% of our hearts are with you, our wonderful listeners. We hope you're healthy and happy and living as strong as you possibly can in whatever wild times these are. 100% of our spirit is with you, but 5% of our eyesight is on our phones to see if this emer- national state of emergency uh, comes through. So I can Google what a state of emergency actually means yeah my grandma i call my i've been calling my grandma every day because she's 85 and she's never seen any of these things before and so it's really fun to talk to somebody who has the frame of reference to say like it actually is an apocalypse (laughs) she's just like i don't know i went to the store i bought a book the lady checking me out had snot all over her face (laughs) now i have the books but i can't open them so she's like keeping them in a closet until like she thinks the coronavirus dies i mean things are so nutty yeah and i know we wanted to get through this really fast i just want to say the other thing is is that as waiters and waitresses and like public facing service people yeah we're literally everything has been canceled up into this point yes and now we're just literally trying to figure out if we have a job yes because like basically like hospitality has gone down right like flights are being canceled cruises are being canceled disneyland's being canceled the view is being filmed in front of his no audience audience. you know i mean all this stuff is happening but nobody is actually really saying the thing that we all hate as americans which is like you know the starbucks that you love to go to every day and these restaurants that we all go to all the time are probably the worst possible I mean, the best possible way for something like the coronavirus to spread is yes. just like spit, lips, hands, money, credit cards. <laughs> yeah, it's right. like that's all it is. And it's like the type of thing that I, I probably wait on. Like, I mean, it's it's I think if we're all being real. That's one of the most dangerous things it's way more dangerous than my friends who work in offices who are working from home yeah right, right. Now. <laughs> so we're just waiting we're so, waiting to see what happens yeah so we <laughs> might not have a job uh so uh, you know all we'll that's see, going we'll on see. we'll see we'll see or you know, we're being like you know what are what do you call it uh, uh histrionic histrionic maniacs anyways well all, right. all that to say at some point in the future uh we in the near future, I think we're going to have a whole lot of fucking time on our hands. <laughs> yeah. So we thought today would be an awesome time. Uh, an episode inspired by actually a recent listener voicemail. That's hilarious and yeah. wonderful uh, to take t- stock of our dumb 
kitchen gadgets to see which ones are worth keeping and which ones are worth throwing away. Yeah, which ones are going to really come in handy now that we can't leave our house and have to make, I don't know what. Um, like uh, zucchini no- noodles? St- <laughs> yeah. Tarts? Yeah. A souffle? <laughs> so we got, the, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm excited. We'll figure out how to make it through with what we have in our house. Um, and also, I'm very excited because we have to give a huge shout out to our uh, Sarah B. Yes. Who signed up for our Patreon. Girl! Thank you so much, Sarah B. And we have some other Patreon news to attend to yeah. real quick. So we are going to get to the episode, but first we're going to make a Patreon announcement. We try not to inundate you guys with this too often. Yes. So we've decided what we're gonna what we're trying to do is like do a really exciting announcement like every <laughs> other month. So uh, So here it, here goes. it goes. We have just <laughs> released five full length brand new episodes on our patreon that brings the count up to uh patreon exclusive episodes to 20 20 baby so if you are just on quarantine and you need to binge boy have we got you covered that's right you think it's time to clean your floors listen to hell in your 30s oh Oh, what else uh (laughs) you don't have a job anymore (laughs) like quell your fears by listening to hell in your 30s that is right we just put out five new episodes uh, they are there for you. Uh, also, going forward, for everyone who signs up for our Patreon, we just want to make it abundantly clear, you get two bonus episodes a month right now. So that's the deal. Sign up for our Patreon, any tier, starting at two bucks, which we'll get to in a second, all the way up, no matter what, you get two bonus episodes a month. And they're very funny. Yes, they're good. And <laughs> they're very funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that $2 tier, uh, we are uh, in honor of Muriel's 37th birthday, which I'm mad about. Which, I've been thinking I've been. OK, I just want to say, OK, <laughs> I don't know a holler of the holler at your girl. If this is true for you. There are certain birthdays where since I turned 36, I've been dreading 37. Yeah. So this whole year, most of the time I thought I was already 37. Yeah. This is one of those years. I'm finally like late 30s. Like really, like not mid thirties. Yeah, like I was yeah, like yeah. 34, 35, 36. Yeah, <laughs> I just tipped the scale to the other dimension, and I, uh, I'm, I, I think it's fine. And with anyone else in the world, I would love them and not care. But for me, yeah, I, it feels like I am going to die. Well, you have one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. <laughs> um, so in honor of Muriel. <laughs> 37th birthday um we are capping that two dollar tier at the first 37 people to sign up for it okay so there's a rush sale or whatever the retail word is for that uh to sign up for that two dollar tier we're uh, capping it at 37 people so as of this recording that means there's only 23 spots left at that two dollar tier so you're gonna want to get on it because look two dollars a month that's 50 cents per free episode unless there's five Mondays. Okay. Then you get five free episodes a month. That's even less than 50 cents an episode. Plus you get two bonus episodes. Plus you get put into raffles and shit. It's like, Oh my God, that $2 tier is looking real good right now. I don't uh, know. I feel like your math might not check out, but I'm not going to go into it. I don't what are you talking go. about? $2 a month. Okay. We put out four episodes. Okay. So that's your, Oh, you're right. Giving 50 cents you're per right, episode right, unless right. five. My math is great. Muriel. Okay, okay. okay. Well, I don't want to complicate these you further okay keep okay. going <laughs> we're also you know Miriel and I are trying to you know set goals in life because apparently that's important you have to have like ambitions and goals and vision boards and stuff so we've set 
some goals for the Patreon. All okay. right, guys. So when we reach $200 a month to celebrate, Muriel and I are going to drink a bottle of sea lettuce liquor that we have in our cabinet. It's honest to God, it's so gross. And Nick <laughs> yeah. doesn't know this because he's not as much of like an alcohol fiend as I am. But occasionally I'll be like, oh man, I don't have any wine. I just want like a cocktail. And I've, <laughs> I've done this like, I've poked the bear like, twice yeah where like i tried to make some sort of like Lacroix cocktail with like lemon juice and sea letter liqueur yeah and it's literally the foulest tasting <laughs> thing and the worst thing is is i did it once and i was like this is terrible and then i did it again like a month later so i'm saying right now we'll make an episode out of it it really is like the most like gag inducing terrible thing it just tastes like drinking seaweed yes but not even in a fun like dry crunchy way yeah or right mommy way it's the other part of it not the umami of seaweed it's the slippery sea creature <laughs> depths garbage acid horror so anyways <laughs> that's our goal that's what we're reaching that's what we're looking forward to once we get 200 dollars a month we're gonna celebrate with that uh, our next goal when we make 250 a month on patreon muriel is finally gonna watch star wars <laughs> <laughs> it's not i don't know why it's one of those things you don't do it for 37 years and then you're like maybe that's a thing yeah uh <laughs> and then all right then at 300 300 a month we're gonna learn how to gamble and go to a casino you know? Yeah, I'm not learning how to gamble, but I am going to go to a casino and gamble. Totally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at $350 a month, uh, I'm finally going to give Muriel her greatest wish in the whole world, which is to sign up and go with her to a tap dancing class. Yes. And then. Okay. Do you think you can do it? Sorry. Okay. I'll I mean, I up. definitely can go to a tap dancing class. I cannot wait to watch you do that. I can't tell you how excited I am. All right, well, we got to get to 350 a month on our Patreon first. And then yeah. I will go in there. I will shine my shoes. I will go I'll grow out my mustache. It's for like it too. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you think dad banging is fun. Wait till you start dad. <laughs> Not everyone knows what dad banging is. Not everyone listened to that bit in the whatever episode that was in. Don't call it dad banging. Okay. Um, and then and when we get to $500 a month, Muriel's second dream comes true and we'll we'll foster a kitty cat. Foster to own. <laughs> foster to own no we have to at once we get to three thousand a month we'll buy pets yeah we'll go to it we'll actually like move to a different apartment yeah right <laughs> no i uh, i want to oh i want that sweet sweet kitty All okay right. so those are just some <laughs> goals that we're setting with the patreon all right and now muriel's 37th birthday is coming up on april 7th okay so we're going to celebrate that birthday by giving away some stuff. We're going to have another raffle. Okay, so on April 7th, Muriel's birthday, everyone who signed up for our Patreon, who who is a patron at that point, is going to go into a hat. We're going to pull some names out of the hat. Now, for two people, we're going to buy you guys a Hell in Your 30s shirt. Okay, boom. That's a good prize, right? <laughs> People want that, right? <laughs> We're going to give away two shirts. They're cool. <laughs> They're great. They're cool. That's and our they logo label you by your age. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and then for a third person, uh, the grand prize of that raffle is going to be Muriel and I are going to write and record a personalized song about you. Um, now, 
okay, look, what are we talking about? I'm telling you what we're talking about. <laughs> One name comes out of the hat. We'll email you. Okay, we'll have some correspondence. We'll get some information about you. And then Miriam and I are going to write and record a straight up top 40 hit banger summertime anthem. Okay, all about you. Now, you're sitting here wondering, <laughs> Nick and Muriel, are you going to be good at that? And the answer to your question lies in this little snippet. Okay, we're just going to give you a little taste <laughs> a of taste, our skills. A taste. Uh, are you feeling the beat, Muriel? Uh-huh. Here Wait. we go. Oh, here we go. My name is Nick. That's Muriel. We're fresh as the morning's daily cereal. Hey, you. Do you wear a thong? I don't know, but we're gonna make a song. And we're so fresh and we're so good. Man, we'll be rapping and you wish we would. You know what's happening right now with Corona. We're all just bored sitting around in persona. That's right, and we're in the zone. And we'll make you a song, man, you're not alone. You know what else? What? I think there's a good possibility I have some chairs. <laughs> our chairs, we're sitting on our ass, but that's that's okay, we're making time pass. This idea was all Nick's. I guess I kind of like it. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> is so true. And you know we'll keep it rap, man, just for you. And guess what? What? When we make your song, we'll ride it down. <laughs> and it won't be long. And it won't be wrong. And it won't be weak. It'll be so unique. You know how we rhyme speak. Hey. What? I know you think we're dumb. Yep. But guess what, Nikki? What? We're done. Uh. <laughs> Boom. Now, who doesn't want to win that prize? Are you kidding me? Imagine those skills, but they'll be written and not freestyled. <laughs> <laughs> and um, all about you. One lucky Patreon subscriber is going to win that prize. All right, guys. If you're still with us 12 minutes in, uh, signing up for our Patreon is a great way to support the podcast. Also, you just, you know. We're all just in this together, man. So let's just keep on paddling this canoe in circles. <laughs> all right. So we are very excited about this episode. Oh, my God. Uh, so it's basically in honor of this self-quarantine. Right. We are going to uh, go through our kitchen gadgets. Um, first, what we'd like to do is let you all listen to the voicemail that inspired this episode. Hey, Nick and Mariel, this is Elisha, one of your biggest fans up in Anchorage, Alaska. I was doing a little bit of housework and listening to the podcast, kind of catching up because I have two kids and work and there's never enough time. Um, so I have a dilemma and wanted your advice. My husband bought me a waffle iron um, because I was in a phase of making pancakes and waffles every Saturday. I unfortunately broke the waffle iron um, when I was trying to make uh, waffle tots. And it's been sitting on my counter for about three months now. Um, I'm kind of half tempted to throw it out. Uh, mind you, it's still not that clean from the last time I made waffle tots because my husband said he was going to clean it. So we're now in a standoff, and it's just been sitting there, uncleaned, gathering dust. Um, wanted to know if I should just throw it out without my husband knowing. Would you do that? I don't know. I will be having a cocktail and awaiting your answer. Love you guys. Bye. 
Alicia from Anchorage, Alaska. That's the triple A, Alicia, Anchorage, Alaska. We love you. What a, that lady is on one, man. So cool. What a cool mom. Yeah, very cool mom. Cooking and, waffles and pancakes on the weekends? Yeah. I, girl... Uh, more power to you. That's fucking, that's tight. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah. So I relate to this message so much and I just want to like kind of lay it out. Okay. Like literally it's like a beautiful mind. I'm just like very. <laughs> <laughs> just carving mathematical equations into your forearm. Cause I, she asks a good question and yeah. I have a, a, I have a, I have empathy for what she's going through yeah. and B, I have a solution. Okay, great. So a, this chick, was making waffle tots, which is not what the waffle iron was intended for. But you know what? We do it anyway because it's fun. And then sometimes we break our shit, right? Wait, what is a waffle tot? Waffle tots is making tater tots in your waffle iron. Oh. Come on, man. Waffle tots. Uh, uh, so the the issue is, okay, right? Her husband bought her a gift. To that, make him shit. That's what I'm saying. Her husband bought her a gift. For her to continue with work and two kids to make pancakes and waffles every weekend. Yeah. So it's a gift for the family, right? <laughs> that you and can then, work to. And then, guaranteed, her husband was like, oh, girl, I know about waffle tots. Will you make me some? And then she's like, okay, I'll do it if you clean the iron because it's a huge mess. I'm sure there's cheese involved. But da 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 he says, oh, of course, you're my goddess. I bought you this thing to make me treats. Yeah. Of course, I should clean it when I ask you to make the messiest of treats. Then he doesn't. Then she makes it, breaks the waffle iron because it's not in its intended use. Maybe. I don't know how it broke. And then homeboy does not clean out the waffle iron. <laughs> and so her question is, uh, I made these delicious treats. Yeah. Now it's broken, possibly could be fixed. And it's dirty. So it's like you have to clean it before you bring it in somewhere to get it fixed, right? Right. And they're at a standoff because now it just, apparently this wonderful treat giving machine is now irrelevant and gathering dust in the kitchen still dirty. Yeah. And homeboy has not gotten the hit. So I would do what I would do personally. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell a quick anecdote and this is going to solve your problems. At one point, our shower head in our rented apartment uh, stopped working. Yes. It was just like, it was basically broken. It was very old. And I called our landlord and he said, call the super. And I called the super and the super texted back. You can get a shower head at home Depot for pretty cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I went to home Depot. I bought a shower head. I wanted, I unscrewed this 1977 fucking shower head that was in there. <laughs> and I put it in a box in the closet. And when we move out, I'm screwing that motherfucker right back on the head <laughs> and I'm taking my shower head with me. Yes. And what I would suggest you do is put it in a box. <laughs> Cause you know, like you could throw it away without him knowing. And then he'd be like, whatever the wall fire. And then you'd be in the right. But what I would say is take the dirty waffle iron, put it in a box, stick it somewhere. And then if anyone dares to ask you where it is just say <laughs> oh it broke and then just say it's in a box over here if you want to take care of it i'd love that and then they would open it and then see the like ancient remnants of waffle tots in there yes and then clean it because that's the punishment and then go get it fixed i mean right i mean it is like if you're getting a present that's to make other people treats, yes. it is not your responsibility to wash it and then take it and go get it fixed. The people getting the treats get to do that. Yes, that is for sure true. Okay, <laughs> I like this. I think that's a good one. I, I Okay. 
I just wouldn't do it without telling him because throw it away because you're missing out on a juicy opportunity for um like righteous punishment later <laughs> yeah oh the, you're right because even if they're just like you don't even like if there's like oh how come we don't have waffles anymore you'd be like oh, oh oh why don't you just go ahead and grab the waffle iron out of the box i put just put it away you don't even bro- tell I, them it's I, I broken would straight, i would say straight up i'd say oh you know what the last time i made you waffle tots do you remember that it actually broke like waffle tots <laughs> are like kind of like hard on it and like all the cheese broke it but i did save it if you want to try to take it in because like that would be fun to start doing waffles again and then have them open it and be like as soon as he opens it, he's going to be like, I said I would wash it and I didn't wash it. <laughs> well, it's a very good on you to leave it there dirty. Yes. And it's. And girl, cupboards are there for a reason. That's what I'm saying. I have over 50 appliances <laughs> that stress me out if I leave them on the counter because yeah. they remind me that I'm not using them. Yes. What do I do? I put them away. Just put them away. And then, then your brain will be able to not see them anymore and you'll be fine. <laughs> Uh, I do think that it is uh, ridiculous that no one else has cleaned the waffle machine. That part, that part of the thing is pretty trippy. I know. Well, can I share something? This is going to be mean. Maybe not towards mean. me. Maybe a tiny bit. Okay, fine. I, just I would really love to know what I don't don't clean because this whole house is fucking clean. Yeah, I clean the house a lot, and that's okay. And because I, do I don't too. mind. I don't mind, but I, do I clean, clean as much as you easily. I just got easily. <laughs> yes, I do. Stop. We just got to a fight like last month about how you do the worst job cleaning the bathroom of all time. And I was like, you have to let me teach you how to do this. That wasn't that last month. That was like two years ago. No, it's not. Okay. I don't want to fight like this because you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> you're just, and that's like the thing. This is the, this is why like this argument that we're having right here is why I'm telling her, put it in the box and just let him like figure it out later Yeah, <laughs> because it's not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, just let, let, I'm not going to have this argument again. But what did happen was I got a very expensive, beautiful, uh, like, Crusette Dutch oven, like a cast iron one. And my husband did make pot stickers in it. And then he filled it with water and left it on the stove until it got rancid on the inside. And we keep it on the stove. So I thought he had cleaned it. I can't believe you just brought that up. And that was mean because, you know, I feel bad about leaving the crusette dirty okay and there was a lid on it so i couldn't see it okay i couldn't see the bottom of it okay i understand so you were worried i understand about i just like i right just want worried i just want you to consider that there is maybe some level of irony in that just that's all just a little tiny bit of irony yeah i'm a i'm a poet muriel i see irony in everything okay great <laughs> <laughs> all i'm saying is that like Here's the thing. This is what I'm saying. And you may not relate to this and you might be like really annoyed and like whatever. But I'm just going to say this because listening to that voicemail, there's something that I keyed in on, Mm -hmm. which is like there's only so many times. Like sometimes if you're a partner, you might and, and maybe you have the same thing with me. You just might have something where you actually feel like you've asked so many times in a row about something or like had to facilitate something enough times in a row that you're like, okay, I'm just not going to say anything and see what happens. And then that's what happens. You know what I mean? And I'm about to say, because that is not the case. I know. I know you don't feel that way. And I'm sure, I'm sure that Alicia's husband doesn't feel that way too, but I guarantee you there's a reason why (laughs) the, the iron is on the tape on the counter. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, there's something really, I understand it on like a caveman level of like that I just understand that standoff so well and I'm sorry if that makes you mad but it's true I can't there's no equivalent there's no equivalent here in our house 
<laughs> anyway, girl, I'm just saying, go put that thing in a box. And then if anyone fucking mentions it, including a child, just say, oh, it's in the box. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then just let them deal with it. Be like, oh, it's really dirty. Yeah, you know. I mean, I make treats, so I figured somebody would get to clean it, but nobody did. But if you guys want treats and you clean it, you can take it to the store and get it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a positive, man. All right. Well, Judge Muriel has... Judge Judy is retired, but Judge Muriel is taking over. So I think that that was very... So that... Um, That's my advice to that you. That was in the favor of the plaintiff? Yeah. She's... Yeah, right? the plaintiff. Alicia is the plaintiff. Yeah. Okay. Alicia, we've got your back. We got your back, girl. But what I love about this more than anything mm -hmm. is that it helps us understand like this weird thing where like we buy kitchen gadgets because we have a fantasy of how that will improve our lives and help us create these wonderful things. Yes. But then when something happens, like they break or whatever, there's a part missing then it gathers dust for like four years and you're just, but you still hang on to it. It's like, like it's oh, like it being out of commission doesn't affect anything in life. Whether it's broken or not, you probably wouldn't use it. Yeah. It's like, obviously <laughs> like if your stove broke, you get it fixed, but then your waffle iron breaks breaks. And then like all of a sudden nobody gives a shit that they don't have waffles in the morning <laughs> yeah, right. on Saturdays, even though yeah. you like took your heart on running to buy it because it was like, yes, this will be great. Like my point is I have an entire, I have like three cabinets over the years of like things I have amassed yes. that I was like, I need an immersion blender more than anything in the world. And it has, I literally haven't used it in like seven months. Okay. So <laughs> that is going to catapult us into this episode and it's in honor of figuring out like we're not officially in self quarantine. All right. We're not officially cut off from the outside world due to COVID-19, but we did go shopping. We stocked up our pantry. And in honor of this wonderful message from Alicia, we're going to go through our kitchen gadgets, take stock of them, give a little review, and try to figure out what's going to be helpful to us going forward in this uh, state of emergency. And I will let you know at home, if you're sitting there going, I really need this thing, and you're like me, I will tell you, you don't. Don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got it. It wasn't worth it. Don't get it. Yes. Um, or I'll say, you know what? Honestly, I do use this stupid ass thing like kind of a lot. Yeah. And right. then maybe you'll be like, God, I was thinking <laughs> yeah. I needed that. And now I'm going to get it because I, I heard that it's good, you know. So today will be educational for all of us. Also, we just have a hell of time on our hands now that COVID is shutting down Los Angeles. Yeah, they right. shut down the school districts today and they're shutting down everything. All of our performance stuff is done. Everything's so we, done. And Muriel's supposed to work tonight. That's probably not going to happen. Uh, there's a private party that was booked and now like, I keep getting texts saying the numbers are dropping and they're going to cut me. So I'm waiting right. for a few hours to see whether or not they're going to call me in. This and is also good because we, when we did our Marie Kondo, we totally organized all of those cabinets. And since then, it, like the rest of America, has completely gone to shit. <laughs> so we'll pull it all out. Reorganize we'll take it. take stock. We'll make some reviews. And then, our, and then we'll be really ready for this. Um, and if there's any gadgets that I am currently not using but I might in the future that are dirty, I'm going to put them in a box to punish myself later. <laughs> Apocalypse, here we come.
Hello. Pardon the interruption. This is Nick and Muriel. If you're hearing this, it means we do not have sponsorship for this episode. Nope, but Campfire Media is working hard to make sure that changes. In the meantime, this episode is brought to you by you, our listeners. If you want to support Hell in Your 30s, please go to patreon.com slash hellinyour30s. How do you spell Patreon, Nick? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hellinyour30s, all spelled out. We have plenty of tiers for you to join the Hella family at whatever level feels comfortable for you. And hey, if you're not feeling another monthly subscription all up in your bush and you appreciate the podcast, you can always Venmo us at Hella in Your 30s or send us a little something something through PayPal at Hella in Your 30s at gmail.com. And now, back to the episode. Our dumbass president has officially declared a state of emergency. Everything, everyone's going insane right now. <laughs> uh, uh, we are, that's for sure. <laughs> as soon as we're talking about all these restaurants closing, New York City is forcing all the bars and restaurants to, you know, work at half occupancy. And I was immediately just like, I'm going to go pick up our paychecks and go put these things in the bank instead of waiting to next week when they can't ca- cash these paychecks. And that sounds really paranoid, but the thing is, is restaurants are hella shady and both Nick and I work for places where like, you know, like because cash is so like liquid cash is so tight yeah. that sometimes they'll just bounce your, your bounce, your fucking checks. They bounce yeah. payroll. That's totally happened. My place probably wouldn't, but like I could definitely see your place doing it. Yeah. And like my place could. Yeah, you know, your place they- for sure could. I mean, even on accident or something, I mean, all these places, it's it's all razor thin margins and shit. Totally. It's like, you know, so we did a run on the bank. Run on the bank. And uh then we went to CVS. That's a dumpster fire. There was definitely, <laughs> definitely no toilet paper, There's which was no which paper. was fun to see in the wild. I know that everyone knows it and blah blah blah, but that uh, the paper goods uh, was completely empty, as were all the 409 and disinfectant Every cleaners. Every disinfectant cleaner, all of that stuff was gone. We could have bought baby wipes, but I thought, you know what, let's leave those for, for actual babies. Maybe some Why pe- would you want baby wipes? We have a bidet. I Why wouldn't you want baby wipes? Baby wipes and a bidet? Well, I can't. Well, I will say for sure the bidet is coming in clutch right now. Uh, I don't know what else is going on with the news. I mean, I don't know. Everything is it's just all happening. Well, so. I will I we just listened to the Daily, which I would recommend doing. That's the New York Times podcast. Yeah, the New York Times podcast. They have some like good stuff on there. It's just wild. Well, he said a lot of really interesting things. One of them is that mild symptoms, that classification just means anything that's not people who've had to be intubated at the hospital. I know, yeah. Mild- which I was like, you guys should have said that. Like, <laughs> I'm, like said come that. on. Fool. Yeah, mild just means you weren't plugged into a machine. And yeah. if you say like severe means you're plugged into a machine and then critical is when your organs are failing. Yeah, that's- And everything that isn't that is considered mild. 80% is mild. He's like, no, it's a severe, insane disease. <laughs> yeah. Everyone has pneumonia. It's like, oh, Thanks for that, dude. You can have a cold yeah. while you have this and think that it's just a cold. And then the next week you get pneumonia. You know, it's very wild out there. Yes. So we 
have no idea what the future holds, but oh, we didn't. We should. Uh, Muriel's shift tonight was canceled. Yes, it was. And it's and we're getting a lot of texts from people who are losing shifts. Other people, other people, other, other, other restaurants, restaurants are closing. That, events are closing. Yeah, so that might be coming our way as well. Yeah, but we are ready to weather the storm. Why? Because welcome to Little Home on the Prairie. That's right, baby. Okay. So we're gonna. We went to bulk. We got a bunch of bulk foods. We bulked up our pantry. We've got jars of beans. We've yes. got rice. We've got other bullshit. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but you bulgur know what else wheat. we have? We have bulgur wheat. I made a, a wheat berry stew. Um, really, really good. It's really good. I Actually, I should share the recipe. It's like wheat berries, which are bomb. It's toasted wheat berries, kale, potatoes, and chicken thighs. Woo, boy howdy that's a good <laughs> soup it's really really good uh, also those cookies you made are like filling they're like nutritional cookies or something I, well they are <laughs> you just use the toll house recipe but i did put some oats in them instead of nuts and they are hearty af they're so good i'll just be out here i'm like if we're gonna be stuck here doing nothing staring at each other i'll be making cookies i'll be making soup uh today i'm making a bunch of teriyaki chicken thighs yeah they were on sale guys <laughs> um uh so we brought out all of our kitchen gadgets yes here are here they are in front of us it's like a jackson pollock painting sculpture of, of like hopes murals hopes and dreams all right this is my collection other people collect other stupid bullshit this is I great collect i love functional this. tools this is like my i need a tool shed does this look as as many as you thought it would be this doesn't seem like a ton this is not crazy to me just first uh, on your first glance, Muriel, is this too many or about right? Or where, where are you at? I think that this is about right. I think I have more things than this. Where? <laughs> Maybe I don't. I don't think you do. I All right, fine, fine. <laughs> um, there are three things that we didn't bring out. The big three, would be, which would be our coffee maker. Yes. Our microwave. Yes. And our toaster. Right. We also have a toaster oven, don't we, somewhere? We do. Up top in our graveyard, we have a toaster oven and two Brita filters. Okay, great. <laughs> I didn't uh, bring those out either. I, one year when we first moved to LA, like I was like, it's too hot to use the oven. We need a toaster oven to cook in. And then we got it and I just, I don't know what, I used it three times and it was like twice the size of our kitchen counter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's so dirty and it looks beat up like we use it way more than twice. It's pretty much seems like junk to me, but it's not broken though. Well, it's dirty and it's kind of broken. Okay, well, let's just start with that. Muriel, what is your um, review of a toaster oven? Uh, my review would be if you have a kitchenette yeah. or a bachelor pad with like an induction oven, like you don't have a real kitchen, yes. then I think it is a nice space saver. You just need space for it. You'd yeah. think a toaster oven would be like this small, cute thing. Like, yeah. that's how I remember them being. Yeah. They're monstrously large. Yeah. And in an apartment, they take up a ton of space. And after a while, you're just like, fuck it. Just use the oven. Frustration abound. Yeah. And if you and if you want to make toast, if you just want to toast bread, a toaster is like a million times better. Yeah. Which... You know, we use sometimes. I mean, yeah. it was a stupid purchase. I don't know why. You don't need a toaster, a toaster oven, and an oven. Okay, so let's review the toaster. Muriel, our toaster, we barely ever use it, but I feel like it. you consider it a cannot-do-without item. You know, <laughs> sometimes I just want to fucking poke you. <laughs> what? Because I'll be making you food all the time. You like toast. 
I know, but, but making, how often do we eat toast? I mean, when I feel like making which it. Which is not very often. Do you like toast? <laughs> yes. Making toast in a broiler is a pain in the fucking ass. Right. Exactly. So uh, what are you saying? I'm saying, I think you think toaster. What are we, Muriel? What are we even saying here? What, the whole point of this is to say <laughs> what gadgets are going to help us in the apocalypse. I think you need a toaster. Okay. So because you go through good. like phases. Sometimes yeah. if you drink, if you eat a lot of bread, sometimes it's bomb. You know what I mean? Like, Hell but sometimes yeah. we don't eat a lot of bread. And sometimes you're trying not to eat cake, and then toaster helps you make cinnamon toast, which helps you stay away from cake. Actually, you use the broiler for that. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby, do you want me to make you some tonight? Do you, yeah, do you maybe. even know about that? What do you mean, do I even know about that? Cinnamon sugar toast? Yeah, you make it for me all the time. When's the last time? I don't know. It's been a while. Anyways, off the <laughs> train is off the rails. All right. Back to the task at hand. Okay. All right. Love our drip coffee machine. Yes. We also have a few random other coffee machines from like different productions. Emergencies. Emergencies. They're hidden in, in closets. Um, our microwave situation sucks. We don't have a place to put it either. Uh, so we keep it on top of our fridge. And my main job, besides taking out the garbage <laughs> in this house, is bringing the taking the microwave on and off the fridge it it works it defrosted some chicken today but it's pretty dumb what do you think Miro? do you think the um uh microwaves ruin your brain thing is true i do and Mm -hmm. i and lately because the only space we have for it is on the kitchen table I will plug it in and then you will sit there and play on your phone and I'll microwave something right next to your <laughs> giant head. It makes me so nervous. I hate it, but I'm like, I know I'm destroying you. Um, we sh- I know. We should just put it in a closet or something. I, we don't have space. We tried that. <sighs> There's right. no good place to put the microwave. I like microwaves too. I don't care if they destroy your food and make it into poison. Um, but don't ever and i'm not saying you because you would never do this you already know don't ever microwave my coffee reheating coffee in the microwave is gross okay so i'm really against that i like the why microwave. are we talking about normal things we have a whole thing of full of crazy because we have to go through the gadgets muriel we're doing reviews okay fine let's go on go on what's our first crazy blender blender. Yes. Oh, a blender blender is crazy okay you're the one put it out here <laughs> blender uh what what would your be advice be? I would say advice being, they say that the oh my god that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is one. This is an old one. It's our only blender. What? Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, there's a lot of shit in the base of it. Yeah, it's really dirty. That's really, really, really gross. <laughs> I, I, we use our, we've used blenders a lot over the years, and the only one that I think is good is the is the KitchenAid like standard classic blender yeah with the mounted blade it yeah. works really well it's a workhorse it works great we've it's burned hard out to a clean. lot of blenders yeah we've definitely burnt out a blender too all that ninja stuff i think doesn't work at all yeah uh, uh, well the ninja the high-end ninja stuff is awesome the like they're like low tier stuff yeah it's so dumb it at least it was like two years ago yeah like it breaks right away the blades are stupid dumb i have a blender i like it okay my mother also got nick a bullet blender. Yes, a bullet smoothie blender. Which actually is pretty tight. It's great. It's smaller if you're especially like if you're a bachelor and you try to get your protein shakes on. I'm gonna give I'm gonna do like the bachelor version of review of all these things. It's designed so you can blend the smoothie directly in the cup that you would drink the smoothie out of or screw the thing on to take with you. Okay. Big fan of that. If you're looking for smoothies, 
definitely the bullet blender thing is a A plus. However, I don't know why it would be better for other blending uh, projects. I mean, it's just a good blender. Yeah. It's like a neutral bullet. I mean, it's like very, it's easy. It's fast. It's like, I think it's more for like salsa and like, you know, like you can use it for different like chopping things. Yeah. Um, but it's great. I think it's actually pretty cool. If I yeah. were, if I were just making smoothies every morning, yeah. this is so much less bulkier than this. It's less. Good thing we have two. <laughs> yes. We have blender Nutribullet. Moving on. Okay. Uh, we also have. I'm just gonna keep in the chopping department. Okay. Good. I also have a mini Cuisinart that I thought would change my life. I think it did sort of change your life. Didn't I really it? like it. I I don't use it a lot anymore. Uh-huh. Because I just, I was really depressed. So I was making a lot of um, intense like soups. <laughs> and so like, and I was using it to chop a lot of stuff. Yeah. The Cuisinart is cool. You can use it also to make um, aioli uh-huh. and it's small. It's lightweight. It's really easy to clean. Another KitchenAid product. So it's a smaller. So what's the bigger version of that it's thing? It's like you can like? have all this different cups. So this is a two cup Cuisinart. It's yeah. really small. Yeah. Um, but then you can also do like. I don't know, eight cups and 12 cups. There's Do you ever find ones. yourself wanting bigger, um, bigger versions of it? Hell yeah. For what? Um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> would you recommend oh, like someone getting like this? Or... A six cup one would uh-huh. be able to like, you'd really be able to do like hummus and like with the bigger ones, you can do more stuff like, grate a, bro- a block of cheese or mm-hmm. like do coleslaw really easily they have uh-huh. attachments that go to the top yeah and you can shred stuff that's like super nice the bigger cuisinarts i think are a little more practical mm-hmm. the little one i just was like i just need a little bit and it kind of works but i do like it oh wow i thought i thought that was much higher up on your list i think it's great yeah. i think it's a really good product but then if you're really getting down and dirty and doing something most of the time you're like I wish this held like three more cups yeah. so I didn't have to like keep filling it up with stupid shit. Interesting. Very good. So I think Muriel's saying just go for the six cupper. Yeah. Even I would though get a the two one. cup is nice because it's small. Go I got it because I was afraid of counter space, but then I just shove it in a closet anyway. So <laughs> do what you want. Do your heart. All right. Do uh, your heart. Same. We're staying with the chopping. Okay, good. Also in this category, I got this pretty badass immersion blender. Yeah. Um, this is an immersion blender I would also recommend. It's an Oxa Smart 4-in-1. So this immersion blender is a stick. If you don't know what that is. So it's like a powerful stick. And you can <laughs> if you know what an immersion blender a is. A wand, if you will. A wand, if you will. And then it has all these attachments. So one of the attachments is a whisk that works amazing for like uh, emulsified salad dressings. So if you like to make like Caesar salad from uh-huh. scratch, it makes amazing whipped cream amazing caesar salad dressings because it's just a little like basically it's this little like cup that holds like a fair amount of liquid that fits in and the uh, whisk attachment fits perfectly into the cup Uh and then it just whips like it's very just like it's just not super messy and then it's like it works perfectly yes i love it uh immersion blender is a stick blender you stick it in your pots uh and if you want to like you know it's kind of like if you want to break up lumps in gravy, if you want to take a chunky soup and then puree it. Delish. Wait. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And then cream of vegetable soups, it works really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it also works really well if you're like blending up 
stuff for like tomato sauce. You get the picture. Um, <laughs> but it works like insane. But why would well. you not just put that stuff in a bl- in a blender? What? Uh, why it's is just that a lot helpful? more work? I mean, you can take it. You'd have to take the stupid soup. Yeah. Wait till it's cooled off a little bit if you don't want to have molten danger on your hands. Uh-huh. And then you'd have to pull it, pour it in batches into the blender. Right. And then pour it back into the pot. And this is something like literally you just Put plug it, it in yeah. and stick it in the pot and blend yes. it. Yeah. So it's, it. it's just really powerful. I think it works better than the blender. Also, it has an attachment. <laughs> And the other attachment is another Cuisinart. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what this is. So basically, Muriel not only has I have one a blender, Cuis- a Cuisinart, <laughs> and, and, a, uh, and another, another exactly the same size thing that basically is another Cuisinart. It's a two-cup chopper, baby. Which you've never used once. That thing is still totally clean. Uh, I'm saving it for... When one of these things breaks. Yes, that is right. Well, and don't forget about the bullet. So we have Oh, that. damn it. <laughs> blender, bullet, Cuisinart, and then immersion blender. So that's four chopping things. Hilarious. I would argue that probably you don't need all four. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. All oh, right. Oh, wait, we got one more. What? We also have a coffee grinder. And the coffee grinder, which... Um, you can also use for spices. Yeah. Oh, um, I never use a coffee grinder because I just always buy Cafe Bustolo, which is pre-ground. And $4 a pound. It's so good. Uh, but I think having the coffee grinder is nice. Like um, Tim, who listens to this podcast from time to time, gave us a bunch of really good uh, coffee beans. Wait, is and- this his grinder? I think it's either this is his, Tim's is grinder. Is it Tim's grinder no, or did Ward it's, give it to us? No, it's Tim's. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. I know that Tim did give us a bunch of really good coffee beans uh, from Blacklight Coffee. And then he did let us borrow a grinder. And I just don't remember if we gave it back to him or if this is it. Tim, if you need a coffee grinder. We got we, you, buddy. We have it. Um, okay, it's safe. M- moving on. My prize of prize. This was a very big present for me. Mm-hmm. My KitchenAid stand mixer. A wedding gift from my Aunt Sarah. I love this mixer. It's a workhorse. I don't use it as much as I thought I would because apparently I'm a terrible baker. <laughs> no, you. I think you use it. I mean... Having it is insane. Like yeah. last night I made cookies and I didn't yeah. do anything. I just did it in the stand mixer. Yeah. You can really work the shit out of the stand mixer. I love it. I don't care. It's the best. Also, it has all these attachments. So let's talk about the attack. Okay. First of all, KitchenAid. This is like a, this is a big, this is like a staple. It's expensive. You can get it at Sur La Table and then they like, will fix it for you if it breaks. It's sort of like buying a car or something. It's, it's a very so nice. high end fancy thing. I love it. It's so heavy. It's red. I love it. Um, I got mine with a pasta making attachment, which is fly as fuck. You can get all kinds of stuff. I also have a meat grinding attachment that my friends gave me. Did Brendan and Lexi give you that? So this is like for me. So like basically the KitchenAid is just a powerful motor that you can attach like different things to. So instead of having a pasta machine or having to hand crank it, you just attach it to the motor. That reminds me of me. A powerful motor and you just plug different things into me and then I'm just like good at doing that thing, you know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it worth it to go over the other attachments that come with the K- 
KitchenAid or is it those are pretty much obvious? What those are all standard. You get yeah. a whisk for whisking, a giant bowl of whipped cream. You have a dough hook for kneading dough, which is rad because kneading dough wrecks your arms. Yeah. And then you have a paddle attachment, which is, I think, the most useful thing because that's how you can make cookies. Um, <laughs> what about the pasta maker? Remember when we first got it, our first one broke and then Sir Latav like got us a new one immediately. I was so excited. Another bout of depression. I was like, I'm going to make a lot of fresh pasta. I was yeah. very excited. Turns out I, it's way more difficult than it looks. It's so hard. <laughs> and all of my pasta came out hella bad. It was just like mushy and bullshit. I Maybe we get... should try that again. Yeah. I mean, definitely now that we're going to be staring at each other oh, in yeah, the face right. while the world is burning, <laughs> we're going to have a pasta night, Nikki, for sure. Oh, that sounds great. Um, well, I'm looking at something that is dear to my heart that is very, <laughs> it's very contentious. <laughs> Artemis, we love you so much. And our friend Artemis gives us, actually, she's given us several of the shit that we have here. But one <laughs> thing she gave us is a juicer. Now, I love juicers. Tell us about it, Nikki. It's huge. It's so hard to clean. Uh -huh. It is so expensive to buy the stuff that it takes to really do juicing well like um fruits and vegetables fruits and vegetables <laughs> very expensive well and then you just have to buy a billion of them to make you know enough juice um it has been the cause of much contention in Muriel's <laughs> relationship i want to be a juicer i'm just really into that um but i also uh you know don't like any of the other shit that comes along with it so I don't want to get rid of it, mainly because if we break up, I'm taking that thing with me, baby. You're just, me and my juicer. It's all right? just, just eat the fruits and vegetables. I, that is what I do. That is what I do. But I also want to juice them. I just want to go on like juice cleanses like once a month for like two days. You know, doesn't that sound good? You can do anything you want. I'm so sorry. But I did have to put my foot down and say no more fucking juicer. We were just juicing. I mean, it was, and well, it tasted terrible. It, it just, tasted great, Muriel. That's insane. <laughs> it tastes delicious. It is, uh, Ladies, you know. Ladies, do not let your husband get a giant ass <laughs> juicer. Unless you have a big, beautiful kitchen where he can have like an area where it can be set up. <laughs> Um, also, we and just that goes for the gentleman it. too. Okay. I, I, it, it could go either way. I'm sure there's lots of ladies out there who are like, I think we should juice. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm the one with, that's what you're one thing. And I have 50 other things on this table. Is that my own? Oh, nope. There is one oh, other there's thing. One there's one this. other thing, this which I love. This is the dumbest thing in the and whole this world. is what Ward, Ward gave uh, me this. <laughs> Ward was, he's lives in Chicago with his wonderful wife, Jess, but he was staying in LA and he was kind of being a bachelor. So he bought himself a couple of things to, for the bachelor life. And one of them is called a dash egg cooker. It's a little dome. It's a little cute. It looks like a little hippopotamus. It's a cute little. I mean, it's not shaped like a hip. It's not doesn't look like a hippopotamus. I'm just saying it's like almost like a little Sanrio character. OK, you plug it in and it steams your eggs for you. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, it works great it is so awesome how much rust is in the bottom of it right i mean now? it i rocked the hell out of this thing <laughs> i cooked eggs for myself on this thing a hundred times and now it just looks like it looks like a like the surface of 
Saturn or something. <laughs> it's so gross looking now. You put in some water. Then they have different trays depending on how you want your egg to cook. You can do a scramble thing. You can do a poach thing. You can do a um, in the shell, out of the sh- whatever, hard boiled, soft boiled. You can cook your egg however you want <laughs> it as long sick. as you like it. <laughs> As long as you like it steamed. Now, why would you like it steamed? <laughs> Lean protein, okay? Adds no fat. You just use a little nonstick spray if you put it the egg directly in the tray. No need if you're keeping it in the shell. Boom. All right. Now, little pro tip out there. What? You have to learn. It's finicky, okay? So you have to decide. You need to learn for yourself. You have to develop a relationship with your Dash egg cooker as to how much water you really should put in there based on how you want your eggs to be cooked and how you're doing it, okay? And if you're watching somebody do this, you have to be ready for them to get very frustrated. <laughs> no. you take, There's a learning curve, but then be ready <laughs> For that person to experience the, the joy of deliciously cooked eggs with zero added fat, you don't have to get a pan dirty. You're not using utensils. It's just, oh my God, it is the best egg cooker yeah, in the Yeah, it's your mind. You don't get a pan dirty. You just get this like little machine, like super gross. <laughs> yeah, you eventually. You still have to clean all the stupid parts You have it. to clean one stupid thing, okay? What's worse, cleaning a pot or cleaning this, which is nonstick? You what pot do you have to clean after you boil an egg? Well, what if you do a scramble? I'm just saying, like, okay. <laughs> I mean, boiling eggs is like literally the easiest thing to I do. I know, and I do that now since I forgot about this thing and it's been in the cupboard <laughs> for a long time. Are you going to pull it out again? Uh, no, but <laughs> it served me really well for a very long time. You can pull it out if you want it. I will, Muriel. <laughs> when I leave you, I'm taking my juicer and my egg cooker okay, and my record collection. You don't have a record collection? <laughs> and I'm putting it in the back of the of my 1969 Chevelle and I'm getting the hell out of Get here. Get out okay? of here. You're not that I'm creative. moving to Phoenix. <laughs> you know? I feel like... I'm going to start a band. I feel like with me, like if you didn't have me, yeah. you'd be skinnier, but somehow I think you'd have like prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your microwaving things? Yeah, <laughs> Eating, for sure. Eating like Weight Watchers bars. Just <laughs> snorting vitamins. I know. All right. All right. All right. So, okay. On. Dash egg cooker, A++++. <laughs> One of the best inventions in the history of the world, especially... With all my fellas out there who are looking <laughs> Why to, are you making me laugh? Shut up. to leave their their dumb wives. All right. Well, you grab yourselves an egg cooker and you stay in that Motel 6 by the freeway. Okay? Just don't burn your house down. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> we've got a kitchen scale. Love that. Use it. Our digital kitchen scale is the best. Yeah. So I would 100% say they're completely worth it. They're like, and as you have it, you'll re- like last night, like if you, I wanted to have a recipe of chocolate chip cookies like cut it in half and it was one of those fucking stupid things that's like two-thirds cup sugar and i was like no idea yeah you know it's like not two-thirds sorry what was it (laughs) that's stupid maybe that is why is that that's not stupid two it would be one-third no it wouldn't wait if you were to cut uh two-thirds in half it'd be one-third i think i didn't I think I couldn't figure that Wait, out. Wait, is that thing. true though? Because it doesn't sound Half right to me now. Half of two thirds is one third. Yes, that's true. Oh yeah, because if you had one third and you were to double it, it'd be two thirds. Well, <laughs> anyway, if you have one of those stupid things where like it's a, vi- a number that's not really divisible by uh, 
by two and you're dealing with fractions in the kitchen, you can just weigh it and then just like cut that weight in half and it's super helpful. Anyways, whatever. Well, My and also is, we've used it a bunch for like when we did meal prepping and different diet stuff. Yeah, and all that like meal, stuff. like any, if you're trying to watch your weight, it's great. If you're trying to kind of like divide anything, it's awesome. But we, I yeah. actually use it all the time. We had one that was like a plastic one with a, a uh, whatever that's called. I'm making the motion with my hand. <laughs> I just want to see if we can figure it out. <laughs> like a scale, basically. It yeah. wasn't digital and it melted because we kept it close to our oven. I did that. Uh, so digital I I is the way to go. I on the uh, toaster oven. I'm sure you did that did. fucking toaster oven. <laughs> uh, I think Artemis gave us that digital scale. It's too. great. Yeah, we love Artemis it. also gave us a giant spiralizer, which I cannot wait to give to Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's to make pasta out of vegetables zucchini yeah it's like okay so it's like it's just to make veggie noodles spiraling veggies which i actually like i think that's actually a good move i think that's a delicious dish i am not a fan muriel I, hates it i would say just eat pasta i i just can't get over it i love vegetables yeah and i love the way that you would prepare them but spiralizing them just makes them into a wet, soggy mess. I can't get over it. I just yeah. don't think they taste good. I think they're good. So yeah. we're going to keep that. No. <laughs> we're it's gonna so keep big. It. It's like two feet tall. It is really hilariously big. Because <laughs> we had one that was just like a little hand crank one. Yeah. That you would just, you know, was, I don't know. You just put it on the thing and crank it. But this is, you would jam the cucumber or the zucchini in there. And it has these big suction cups, so the whole frame of it would stick to the counter. And then there's a big crank that you and that would push it down and spiral the whole thing. I mean, thing you'd out. only use that if you were trying to make like enough veggie noodles for like an army. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. an army of <laughs> carb-free. <laughs> well, they're buff. All right, moving on. All right, so the uh, spiralizer is also a boys take it with you on your way out when you want to get a six pack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, great. I have a mandolin, not the instrument, but the slicer. I love that. It's Get so one. great. Careful on your fingers because it yeah. will destroy you. But I got a cheap mandolin. It was probably 10, 15 bucks. Yeah. And it's lasted for like four years and it's great. I use it all the time. I don't even have to. It's cheap. I don't even have to sharpen it. And we use it. You use it to cook anything, like cut anything if you want it as a uniform piece. Uniform so thinness yeah so it's it's honestly mandolins are the shit muriel will you give them your little uh pickled beet uh recipe real quick yeah that is my favorite thing you do with the mandolin these yeah days. so i take i like to get beets and i know that you might know this already but if you get the beets with the tops on you can tell how fresh they are and it yeah. actually matters how fresh beets are they're way better when they're fresh and they're kind of tender you can take them you peel out the outside, you wash them real good, cut off the tops, which you can cook. And they're so and they're bomb. really good. Beet greens are so good. You can cook beet, beet greens just like you would like mustard greens or any greens. Yeah. And then um, you just slice them on the mandolin until they're thin. And then you can do two things. You can either pickle, like do a quick pickle. So you can do like hot, you boil a little vinegar and sugar and salt together in a little mm -hmm. water, pour it over the top and stick it in your fridge, and it'll do a quick pickle. Ooh, they get so crispy and good, so good in salads, delicious. Or you can just throw it in water and they'll get crispy. They're Ooh. kind of chewy like when you first cut them, but yeah. if you leave them in cold water for a little bit, they get like this, they get really tender and crisp. And that good. is really one of the best ways to delicious, delicious size a 
salad for sure. Dang. I love a beet. Hey, you like I a love beet salad. Beets. He loves a beet so salad. So bomb. I love They're roasting good. beets too. Yeah. They're really good. Okay, Muriel, what the hell is this potato masher thing? Oh, my potato ricer. Listen, I love a potato ricer. Mm-hmm. I would recommend getting one. If you want to make, like, I love, like, that rustic, chunky mashed potatoes with the skin on. Like, those yeah. are great. But if you want to make some fluffy-ass French butter cream masterpiece potatoes, ricers, like, you can't get a better texture than a ricer. Yeah. A ricer just basically is, like, it's, like, a little cup, and it has a ton of holes in them the size of a grain of rice. And you just put the, like, the peeled, boiled potato in it. Or, like, I guess you could do a baked one, too. And you just squish it through and yeah. it, it mashes it in this way that you could never do with a masher. Yeah. It's kind of like a big garlic press, but yeah. for a potato. It's honestly, I think they're awesome. You won't, you won't use it all the time, but they're not that big. And yeah. like when you use them, it like transforms potatoes. Like it makes the fluffiest, best potatoes. Do you use it for anything else? Could you do that with like cauliflower? Yeah. Yeah. You could not mine. Mine's kind of yeah. shitty, but you can, you can use it. Um, to rice cauliflower too. You could do it with cooked cauliflower. Right. Just, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Well, also for that, yeah, yours is kind of shitty. It was cheap, but you we use it and it still works great. It's awesome. It's awesome. I would like nine nine out of ten recommend potato ricer. They're fantastic. Um, next up in the Artemis gift giving column, yes. we have a Mickey Mouse themed rice cooker. A little no, slow. No, that's oh, not it's a, a slow cooker. Yeah, I mean. it's a slow, slow cooker. cooker it's which a um, I've I do my lentils in. Okay, so I'm a big fan of this. They're thing. great. Crockpots are great, and this is a really I like this one because the size is really small. Yes, it's so, a smaller one. Like sometimes you'll make a crockpot and it's like okay, but then you're like, fuck, I have to eat this whole crockpot of stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And this is like a nice like okay, I made a lot of lentils, but they're not too many lentils. And yeah. if Muriel doesn't want to eat them. I can eat them all and take giant poops. <laughs> <laughs> she was doing Nick's thoughts right yep, there. That's good. So that goes into the in the into the back of the Mustang. I think the smaller ones, if you're a couple, a smaller one is better. Yeah, the big ones are kind of too much. Um, this one also definitely has a Mickey Mouse head as the knob on the lid. Yeah, uh, it's great. Big fan. All right, and, and, I, and we're gonna use it because we have some lentils and. Beans, when like we're it's on good. Quarantine, want, I'm gonna be using the shit out of it. Yeah, like for dried beans, it's really good. Yeah. Like if you don't want to sit around and like worry about an open flame, you can just do. Like we have cans and cans of like grains that we need to cook. Yeah, and that's gonna help. All right, we're in the home stretch here. We do have a. We do, I think, have four more things to go over. Let's finish this disaster. All right. Well, this one here is another Artemis gift that we've literally never used. And it's sort of like a mandolin, but it's a dicer. Yeah, basically, like you just stick something stupid in there, and then you put the thing down, and it gives you cubes. Yes. You know, so you'd mandolin something into a perfect strip, and then yeah. you'd cube it. The thing is, to be real, yeah, my knife skills are actually pretty on point. And you like, ch- and you like chopping. It, re- it it relaxes me to try to make a perfect dice. Yeah. So I would not use that. So this is going to Goodwill? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love Artemis because she'll give us like so much shit, clothes, toys, whatever. And she's just like, because we live right next to the thrift store. So she's just like, I mean, just give away any of the shit that you don't want. Yeah, which I'm like, no hurt feelings. It's perfect. Okay. We also have our soda stream machine, which 
I don't know. We haven't looked into it, but the last time we tried to uh, replace the canisters, the importing had been stopped from Israel. Yeah, it was something weird. So now we can't get the canisters from like from Sir Latab. Yeah, so I now, don't know. I don't know. We have to look into that again. I mean, that was literally a year ago. So we clearly haven't been really on top of it. But <laughs> yeah, it's good, baby. It's definitely deep, deep in a closet, and I would like to pull it out. Yeah. So we'll try to we'll try to get that to go. And it's I, like it, it, if you like a lot of sparkling water, it definitely makes sense. Yes, it's a great thing to have. If you buy one, you will forget to refill it, and then you will buy sparkling water, and then you will hate yourself. Yes. So just know that's a part of owning a soda stream. Yes, and I got to say, too, um, we're not going to make a big deal out of this, but we're not drinking any booze right now, and sparkling water totally helps. And I, <laughs> when I used to bartend and work, work in restaurants, I would always be like annoyed when people wanted sparkling water or even lemon with their waters. But when you're trying not to drink, I get it. Yeah. So I have changed my tune big time with that. If someone's just trying to prepare this plague has just got us all paranoid. I know. Um, okay. Last second to last. Yes. Um, I have a sous vide wand, a sous vide machine than a wand. So basically this is something <laughs> you can clip to the edge of a pot. Yeah. So if you don't know what a, it's an immersion circulator. So it's like, basically it's a little, it's a rod. Yes. Um, with a little sort of like rotor motor on the end yeah. and it's got a heating element. And so you fill up a pot of water and you stick it in uh, a pot, you clip it on the outside and then you set it to the exact temperature that it would take to kill the bacteria and food. Yeah. So like, but not overcook the food. So it's like you basically can do it to make like a rare steak or like perfectly cooked chicken. And then you can like take your chicken and marinate it. Yeah. And you seal it in like a, like a, um, a sous vide machine is like really fancy. So yeah. you have like a plastic sealer. Yeah. So you can't really do that. It's just like one you do at home. Right. But you'd use a Ziploc bag. You kind of press the air out. You put a bunch of like herbs and like spices and everything in this chicken thing. And then you just leave it in there. And you can make like tons of packs of chicken, which is kind of cool. So like if you want to prep for a week and you want like perfectly cooked chicken breast that's seasoned, you can like just season it, seal it in bags, stick it in the immersion blender, clean your house, get done. Immersion blender. So uh, the sous -vide sous -vide thing and then, and then you can like clean your house, come back and then like all everything's cooked. Yes. Yeah, so we've used <laughs> it a bunch in spurts, but it's been a while. I prefer meat that has been seared. Yeah. And having not had a dishwasher, it just seems like a lot. You know what I mean? Like Wait, to make no, a what? steak in oh. an immersion blender and then get it cooked perfectly rare and then get out your cast iron pan and sear it in the pan and yeah. then have to wash the fucking pan after you already cooked it in a stupid water bath. <laughs> yeah. And then you have to like rinse out the pot, pack up the blender or the yeah. immersion, whatever the fuck it's called, the sous vide machine, and then like throw away the plastic bags just and then wash the pan out. I'm yeah, like, it, it is awesome. And it's an amazing cooking tool. But for a day to day living. Right. You do have to do the second step of cooking it. You either have to sear it. You have to like do something with it. Yeah. Or like what I was doing with it was just cooking a bunch of chicken breasts or something. Right. And flavoring them. And then you have like no fat added chicken breasts. But the only reason to do that is to then 
make a bunch so you have like a that for your meal planning for the week or whatever yeah and then it's the same thing with having a huge crock pot it's like okay well i guess we have a lot of this for a while i know and actually, you just have to commit to that shit when we did that you that was when you were like i can't eat meat anymore you were like i don't <laughs> want to eat beef that was when you started wanting to be vegetarian yeah yeah um, because it was like we were just cooking off tons of meat and eating it with every meal. And afterwards, we were just like, this is getting sort of like surreal. <laughs> I know. I know. It's so fun, like not eating meat very much, because then when you do, it's like so good. Last thing. OK. On the opposite end of the spectrum. This is a workhorse. This is something if you don't have it, you may think you don't need it. You have no idea how much you need it until you get one. I what don't it, know. Nikki? I don't know what it's called. So you say what it's called. You don't know what it's called. I mean, it's a salad spinner. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it had a fancier name than that. Thing. I know it's the best. Basically, it's a thing that you put your wet vegetables in, and then you push the thing down, and it dries your vegetables. It spins really fast, and it dries your vegetables. And I remember. Um, my mom would always have me do that for her growing up. That was like the fun job because it's sort of like a toy. Yeah. You push down on the thing and yeah. it spins around and it shakes and it's it's awesome. Uh, if y'all are out there and you're thinking, oh, well, I don't need that. I don't. I, you're eating soggy salad. Yes. You need to get right with Jesus <laughs> and figure out how to get yourself back on track. Soggy salad is gross. Once you realize your lettuce should be dry before you dress it, you're going to enjoy your salad so much more. You're out your mind. Dry your shit. Also, all of those little packs of pre-washed, pre-dried like salad shit, yeah. they have feces all over them. Get your thing. <laughs> get your vegetables. Like the other day, I made a delicious kale, whatever the fuck, soup. I took my kale. I chopped off the dead ends. I threw it in the salad spinner. I filled it with water and just let it soak for an hour. Yeah. All the bugs came up to the top. You know what I mean? Like you get it yeah, way, yeah. way cleaner. It gives you the option of a big, deep container to soak your vegetables in, let the dirt come off, let the bugs die and float to the top. Really, really get it clean. And then you rinse it off, drain it, spin the shit out of that thing. You'll still find more bugs in there. Wasn't your dad the one who used to be like, yeah, you mean get your romaine, you wash it six, seven times, get a good scrub on it. Wasn't it? Isn't that yeah, your dad's no, thing? My dad's like really nuts with the fresh vegetables and my dad loves them. Yeah. You should see him watch make tabbouleh. It's like insane. He washes the parsley so much and then he stands in the kitchen and he violently flicks it into the sink with like yeah. full arcing arm moves. It's like, sha, sha. <laughs> just gonna get like That would be dry. a hilarious uh, superpower, you know, if you were like Parsley Man or yeah. something. You just had your parsley and you could fling water really violently at people. Knock people right in the face. Yeah, that's it's nuts. Get a salad spinner. If you don't have one and you like salad, and if you don't like salad because it's watery and gross, yeah. get a salad spinner. <laughs> <laughs> Muriel Montgomery, all of these kitchen gadgets. Okay, so we're going to give away the dicer and the sp spiral thing for sure. Tim is going to get this coffee grinder back from us if he's listening and he wants it. The juicer is going to go very deep back in the thing, but we're not getting rid of it. <laughs> the soda stream is we're going to try to replace, okay? But besides that, is anything on the chopping block? Like no! You love all this Everything stuff. Everything is being kept from now until eternity. Or we die from Corona. COVID-19. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait uh -huh. to chop, dice, slow cook, and blend. Hope, yeah, I was going to say, we're, we 
have a lot of blenders. Mix. So let's have some very blend heavy uh, meals coming up. I'm going to make this shit out of some food and, and it's all going to be, people are going to be so jealous. Like we don't have to go to restaurants because yeah. I have it all right here. I don't, I know it's like, I want to still have a job and go to, I want people to come to the restaurant and I want that to be good, but I don't want to go to restaurants. You're not going to have to baby. Because your wife is going to be cooking up a storm. Oh, my God. And as soon as you get out of line, I'm grabbing my egg dash thing <laughs> and I'm hitting that open road, baby. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Thank you, Alicia from Alaska. Wow, that voicemail made our day. And if any of you would like to leave us a voicemail for any reason at all, you can find that phone number in the show information of this very episode. Mm, yummy, yummy. We love them. Uh, we also love all our people who hit us up on social media. A couple of quick shout outs. We got at Andrew Nost, at Zen and Ingenuous, at Repulse Art, at SoCal Sunshine 87. Also, we got a shout out Laura M for hitting us up on Facebook. Um, also, guess what, guys? What? It's Ryan K's birthday. Oh, my God. We love him so much. <laughs> Happy birthday, my love. We love Ryan. We love Grace. We love Tate. Everyone is great. Uh, <laughs> you guys are the best. Um, what else do we love? We love it when people leave us reviews. Yeah, if you enjoy the podcast during this apocalypse um, and you're like feeling it and you're like, man, I don't have $2 for a Patreon or whatever, then just leave us a review. It actually helps us a lot. So if you like it, leave us a review. And if you tolerate it, like I got some, I got some podcasts that I uh -huh, listen to. Uh -huh. One of them being true crime brewery that I think is terrible, <laughs> yeah. but I listen to it all the time. <laughs> I listen to it every time they have a new episode and they're just like, so dumb and boring but i just love them so much if that's how you feel don't do one of those weird things where you're like it's okay give us three stars give us five stars right and then say i hate these guys but for some reason i listen all the way to the end even their stupid outros that's right we keep coming back just like you know people do sometimes to a jar of marmite gross at first then it grows on you um that's i will never get on board with the marmite um <laughs> we want to if you're you just take care of yourselves during this pandemic social distance whatever it takes we don't know we're not experts oh yeah believe <laughs> me surprise to you we're not experts uh anyways take care of yourself and we love you bye i'm kate thompson and I'm Mark David Christensen, and together we host Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. The show dedicated to the half-demon hero brought forth by writer-artist Mike Mignola and published by Dark Horse Comics. Each week, we discuss everything Hellboy. Plus his expanded universe with the BPRD, Abe Sapien, Lobster Johnson, and many more. That's Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.